At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote as well. Heat is the main cause of battery failure, so it's important to have a tough battery. Duralast batteries are designed and tested to start in extreme temperatures up to 167 degrees. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We're always in the zone here. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage. Appreciate you spending your Wednesday with us. And everybody continues to weigh in on Colin Kaepernick. It's the story that will not die, even though the start of training camp is now here. And I was trying to think creatively about Colin Kaepernick last night as I was doing my show prep. Everybody out there has an opinion. We're going to play Ray Lewis's take for you here in a little bit, what he said yesterday. But I want to think about this in a creative way. Everybody on FS1, everybody on ESPN, everybody on both networks, lots of people left and right all over Twitter has a insane opinion right now of Colin Kaepernick. You know how when you try to find a jury and you go into the jury selection, the voir dire, and you have everybody sitting down listening to the lawyers and they're trying to pick who's going to be on the jury to decide someone's fate? How a lot of times you want to find somebody who has a mind that's not made up 
I think Colin Kaepernick is the exact opposite of that right now. I think every single person in America has their mind made up about Colin Kaepernick, and that includes Ray Lewis. Now, Ray has been in the mix of late because the Baltimore Ravens have become the newest, most recent team to contemplate signing Colin Kaepernick. Previously, the team that got the closest probably was the Seattle Seahawks. They had Colin Kaepernick out, Pete Carroll did, for a face-to-face meeting. And then they decided to go in a different direction. Now the Baltimore Ravens are trying to figure out what to do. And reports are that the owner of the Ravens consulted with Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is the most famous Baltimore Raven player, a guy who understands the city of Baltimore better than any probable pro athlete in the country right now. So Ray Lewis yesterday, finally, after all this discussion, decided to weigh weigh in on his own. And this is what Ray Lewis had to say. How crazy is I'm just leaving set at Fox and got all of these texts and stuff about all of this Colin Kaepernick stuff and all this stuff. <laughs> Let me explain something to you guys, all right? I'm going to be very simple with this. While a bunch of people are talking about this man, Cap, let me tell you something, brother. I pray for you more than you ever can imagine, all right? Your name is in my Bible that God gives you the vision that you did. I applaud you for the things that you stood up for. My brother, everybody else can speak for you, but until you speak for yourself and demand what you want to do in life, it's totally on you. But it's it's almost crazy that you see people always trying to respond. Let me tell you something, my man. I've made mistakes in my life, but I promise you, if you look at my track record, the mistakes I've made, I've never repeated twice. You understand? And so what I want to tell you is, from man to man, brother, I ain't got nothing against you. I wish you the best in life. I hope you chase whatever God got for you to chase, all right? And once again, I applaud what you stood up for because I'm in the streets every day. So while people talking about what this and, and why Ray said this, why Ray said that, Ray ain't saying nothing. And if people really want to help you, if they really want to help you, man, they'll pray for you, brother. They'll lead you the right way and stop encouraging you to be caught up in some of this nonsense. The battles you're fighting, brother, people way before has been fighting these for many, many, many years. And that's why I take each and every one of these kids. And that's why I take them away from their environments and give them something else to see in life. And that's why I played the way I played. The football field is our sanctuary. If you do nothing else, young man, get back on the football field and let your play speak for itself. And what you do off the field, don't let too many people know because they're going to judge you anyway, no matter what you do, no matter if it's good or bad. All right? Cap, be good. Take care of yourself. Brother for life. A lot of people talking for you. A lot of people got your back. Take care of yourself. Peace. Honestly, Ray Lewis, kind of a meandering statement there. But it ties in with my overall thesis, and I want you to think about this for a minute with me. Trying to think about this in a creative way, trying to think about Colin Kaepernick in a unique way, and I thought about this story almost in the old-school SAT analogy sense. Do you remember when we used to take the SAT back in the day, and they always had those analogies, and it was like X is to X as X is to X, right? Or X is to Y as A is to B. And the idea was you had to find an analogy that applied. Do they still do those on the SAT? I don't know if analogies still exist on the SAT. They used to leave everybody crazy. You'd take that SAT and be like, I have no idea. I have no idea what a river is to a stream. Like, you know, you're sitting around trying to desperately figure out what 
two analogies are similar. Here's my analogy. Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics. I want you to think about that analogy for a second. Tell me it isn't perfect. Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics. What I mean by that is every single person pretty much has their mind made up. And when people in politics talk about abortion, nobody actually convinces the other side that they're wrong. I'm not going to sit down here this morning, and no matter what I said about abortion, there's not a single one of you in all 50 states, all 250 radio AM and FM stations, who would sit back and say, you know what? You had me think about something in a different way, Clay. I was really undecided on whether I was pro-choice or pro-life, but then you came on, and in four minutes, you completely changed my opinion. It's like Facebook. I always love when people wade into really complex issues on Facebook. I don't spend that much time on Facebook, but I love just scrolling through and looking at what people say. And it's always incredibly fraught, difficult political issues. And somebody like shares a meme and they're thinking that they're going to change your mind. It's like, you know what, Aunt Gladys, before you shared that meme about gun control, I was totally undecided about what my Second Amendment thoughts were. I was like, you know what? I need to make my mind up. And then I got on Facebook, and Aunt Gladys, you shared this meme that's been shared three million times. It's either pro or anti-gun rights. And that's when I decided, you know what? I got this. Aunt Gladys, you made sense for me. Or when somebody weighs in on abortion, and you're like, man... Thank God my uncle was out there on Facebook fighting the good fight to make sure that he was pro-life and I could change my opinion. That meme that he shared was amazing. It totally opened up my eyes, and I'm thinking about things in a way that I wasn't before. Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics. Everybody already has their mind made up. There's no one left to persuade. It's as if you are trying to get a jury to decide an issue and everybody's already got an opinion on everything. And think about the way that everybody breaks down. Just like when you look at abortion and you got your pro-choice and your pro-life camps, you've got your pro-Colin Kaepernick and your anti-Colin Kaepernick factions. For instance, the people who don't like Colin Kaepernick Most NFL fans are in this camp, about 65%. Donald Trump has come out against him. Republicans in general, NFL owners. Then you got your pro-cap people. You've got your sports media, which is obsessively, obsessively in the Colin Kaepernick camp. I'm the only person you have probably heard speak about Colin Kaepernick in the last year, it's been almost a year now since Colin Kaepernick started this protest that has come out from the get-go and said, I think Colin Kaepernick's full of crap. I think his protest makes no sense. I think that everybody who's trying to defend him is really just trying to use him as a vessel to get their political opinions out there. I'm in the sports media, and I'm one of the very, very few people who has said anything critical about Colin Kaepernick. 
it's almost impossible. In fact, I think it is impossible to find anybody at all of ESPN that has been legitimately critical of Colin Kaepernick's protest. Everybody at MSESPN has laid down and marinated and bathed in the brilliance of Colin Kaepernick. Same thing true of many FS1 stations. Same uh, shows on stations. Same thing true of a lot of the guys on NBC Sports Network. Probably even guys who carry radio shows. I bet I'm one of the only people with a national radio show in the country or a local radio show that's really gone all in on Colin Kaepernick because by and large, the sports media is in his base as are Democrats and as are black people all in on Colin Kaepernick. There's nothing that you can say that's going to make them change their minds. So you have these two warring camps going at it all the time and Kaepernick has become a cause more than he's become a person. Keep in mind, Colin Kaepernick's hardly saying anything at all. He's the vessel into which both of these different camps are putting their political opinion, and Colin Kaepernick is merely a pawn in a larger political game. He's become a symbol. What you say about Colin Kaepernick really at this point has nothing at all to do with Colin Kaepernick. It's about proving, publishing, advancing whatever your own political beliefs are. And then what does that mean for Colin Kaepernick? Well, it means that it's almost impossible for him to just become a football player. We've been talking a lot about whether it makes business sense to sign Colin Kaepernick. What if he has become so politically charged Effectively, again, Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics that it's almost impossible to even touch Colin Kaepernick from a business perspective. Just like there aren't very many businesses out there that have an opinion on abortion, what does McDonald's think about abortion? (laughs) Good luck. What does Walmart think about abortion? Yeah, more power to you trying to figure that out. It's such a difficult political issue that major corporations won't even touch it because they know they have nothing to win because everybody's already got their mind made up. Tell me that that isn't a perfect analogy for where we are in the Colin Kaepernick situation right now. He's no longer a football player. He's a vessel into which the vast majority of people in America have poured their political opinions. Remember, Colin Kaepernick has hardly said anything. And most of what he said, frankly, has been totally incomprehensible. He says that he admires Fidel Castro. He says that he chooses not to vote. He says that police are modern-day slave catchers. He said he wasn't going to vote for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump because no matter who got elected, neither side was going to change anything. He isn't actually advocating much of anything at all. He's just become a highly charged political topic in his own right. Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics. He has become a symbol the most politicized symbol in sports 
in my lifetime. And as a result, nobody wants to touch him. Because in doing so, all you end up being able to accomplish is alienating a large segment of your audience. When we talk about Colin Kaepernick, we're not really talking about our, about him at all. We're talking about ourselves. 877-996-6369. Am I brilliant with this analogy? This won't surprise you. I hate to brag, but I think so. Does it make total sense? Colin Kaepernick is to sports as abortion is to politics, or am I an idiot? Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. One of the great songs from the 1990s, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. If you're looking to sell your car, there's now a new, better way to do it with True Car. It's fast, it's easy, and... It's the best way to price your car from the comfort of home. When you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out truecar.com slash trade today. Tomorrow, Tom Brady is 40 years old. And I feel like Brady may well be setting a new standard, not just for how many Super Bowls you can win, not just for the length of time that you can be a a quarterback in the NFL, but that you can be a high-end athlete in general. And so with him turning 40 tomorrow, it got me thinking, like, what is the end stage for where a guy can still be at the absolute peak of his athletic ability? Now, some of you out there may be saying, well, Tom Brady's going to be 40 years old, and why no discussion about whether or not Tom Brady may be using pets? That's an interesting question, right? Because obviously with athletes that kind of extend their careers longer than anybody would anticipate. We talk about Ped's use with most of those guys, right? I mean, LeBron James, I think certainly you talk about Ped's. I think back in the day when Lance Armstrong was winning, whatever it was, seven Tour de France's in a row, everybody, there was the whispers about everything associated with him. In baseball, it's almost like anybody who's any good in his 30s, people say, hey, what's going on here? If you're a pitcher and you're good in your 30s, if you're a hitter and you're good in your 30s, everybody's asking about Ped's. I think, did you see the stats that came out of the uh, 2012 London Olympics where basically every track and field athlete is being questioned about peds? I think one reason we don't question Brady, and especially because Brady's got kind of a shady background, right? When it comes to deflate gate uh, and, uh, and everything that's been associated with the, uh, the, the Belichick and the Patriots over the years and their ability and willingness to push the envelope. I think one reason we don't talk about Brady and any kind of peds use is because he's not that physically imposing. I think physically, you look at Tom Brady, and he just looks like a regular dude. And he can't run. I mean, he ran a 5.2840 when he was 22. So I don't know what he would run now. Would he run a 6.040? Maybe, now that he's 40 years old. And so I don't really think, and then you look around the league, there have been a lot of guys who have played quarterback at 40 and beyond, whether it's Vinny Testaverde, Warren Moon, guys who I think you also look at and say, man, you know, those guys don't look like physical specimens to me. I don't think there's anybody out there who's saying that Peyton Manning, who played until he was 39 years old or whatever, looked like a physical specimen. I think that's one reason why the HGH allegations against Peyton Manning didn't really take root. Because people are like, if Peyton Manning's taking HGH, it's to get well. It's not to turn into an Adonis. And I think that's kind of the way they feel about Brady, too. Having said all of that, where's the ceiling? 
Because I think Brady's going to break through the glass ceiling of athletic achievement and extend the era of where you can continue to play at the quarterback position for a ways to come. Like Drew Drew Brees a couple of years younger. Drew Brees says he thinks he can play till he's 45. I believe Drew Brees is 38 years old right now. So it's got me wondering, how long is Brady going to go? You heard me maybe earlier talking with Lance Taylor. I said if I gave you three years, Brady's turning 40 this year. If I gave you three years, counting this one, more of him playing football, you go over or under. Jason Martin, I'll start with you. What's the like longevity where you say he can't go any further, right? Like Nolan Ryan probably is the name that I think most people think of when they think of a athlete who basically, what did Nolan Ryan pitch till? He was like 45 years old? I think 46, actually, 46. And he actually, after he turned 40, he led the league in strikeouts four consecutive years. That's had pretty two insane. more no-hitters. That's so insane. So right now, yes. would you say that Nolan Ryan is the best example of a guy that I don't think anybody out there is saying Nolan Ryan was using peds, right? I think it was kind of before that era. I don't think there's anybody out there who would make uh, an aggressive argument that he was. Is Nolan Ryan right now the best example of a guy who took his career as physically long as it possibly could go? And is Brady now in football going to be that guy too? I mean, I think he's definitely one of the examples. I think you could look at a guy like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who won two championships after the age of 40 and started in every game for the Lakers during that time you could also maybe put him in there and then you could look at other sports like golf and somebody like Phil yeah, Mickelson golf, but it's a little bit different golf doesn't because count. of the way it's set yeah that's yeah it's, I mean golf doesn't count you can play golf for a very long time unless you're Tiger Woods and somehow but, you end up being done in your 30s but most of the time guys play golf easily into their 40s 50s and even 60s yeah what I'm but thinking 40 is plus athletes yeah what I'm thinking is you know, Brett Favre in 2009 with the Vikings, that was his 40th birthday, and that is pretty impressive. But Brett Favre looked every bit of 40 on the field and off. Brett at Favre that point. looked so much older than, than Tom Brady does. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I do think that Brady, in that regard, does set the bar. I think the three year number is actually a pretty good number. I don't think it's over. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if three is actually it, but I think it's possible it's two. But. He hasn't really been injured all that much. They protect him so well. He has had that one big injury, really, in his entire career. And they changed the rules after that injury and, when he got rolled into. Right, and he's not a deep ball guy. So he's not going to have to worry about, as he gets older, throwing 60 yards downfield. That's not really his game. That's not the Patriots' system. They're more of a dink and dunk situation. So if you look at the way that they're built and the way Belichick's offense has always run – it behooves Brady and it benefits him in terms of him being able to play longer. So it's hard to say, like maybe Giselle could talk him out of playing football at some point. I, I think I've talked myself into it after just saying that since he's a dink and dunk kind of quarterback and he's such a smart cerebral player. And I don't know what he would do with his life if he didn't play football. We don't know anything Tom Brady does except play football. He seems to be a consummate football guy. Even when Rob Ninkovich retired, he was the guy in the photo paying the closest attention of anybody to Ninkovich's speech at training camp over the weekend in Foxborough. This guy really, really cares. So I think it's actually going to be over three as over long as he three. doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Let's go out to L.A. Uh, Brady is turning <laughs> 40 tomorrow, and he is trying to obviously lead the Patriots. You heard Casey Smith in hour one say – People in New England are already talking about 19-0. and That's how good they think this team could be uh, as they attempt to defend their title. Obviously, the Patriots are a prohibitive favorite in the NFL at large to be the team ho- hoisting the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. 
But Danny G, what would you guess if you were right now? If I gave you over under three, Brady's turning 40, how many more seasons does he have? I'm going to say over. For some reason, 46, I think, would be. Yeah, it seems crazy, though, but it's not. I, I know you hate when I bring up players from way back in the day, but the NFL player who played the most seasons, 26 years in the league, George Blanda, he played till almost 49 years old. And the crazy part was Pete Rozelle handed him the Player of the Year award when he was 43. Yeah, George Blanda played in four different decades. That is crazy. That is absurd. Pretty, that's a pretty wild stat. I, I didn't know that statistic, but that's a, that's an amazing statistic. Um, obviously, the game was different then, but but arguably, Brady gets a lot more protected now, I'm sure, than guys did back in Blanda's era. They just weren't as big or strong or fast as they are now. Uh, what about you, Robert? What would you say over under three? Totally oh, baffled oh, totally, by the question. Oh, totally. I saw the wheels spinning. Yeah. In his <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> oh, no. Over. Big time. Over. You think he's going to go more than three more seasons? Yeah, I think he's just going to get hurt, and that's how he's going to stop playing. Yeah, I mean, that's the wild card is, is that if he gets an injury, and that's the way that he has to go out. But when you look at him statistically, is it fair to ask not ask a Peds question of Brady? Quickly, does anybody even think remotely about Peds, or is that something that should be asked when he gets to 40 now? I don't know. I've never thought about it when I've thought about Tom Brady. It's not it's look, it's not out of bounds to ask it about anybody legitimately in sports because so many people have been dinged for it that we have thought were pristine before that point. But Tom Brady is never a guy that I've looked at and thought, Yep, that guy's on PEDs. It's never Is it just based on his physical strength? Because of his clean, healthy lifestyle. He seems like such a granola cruncher that he wouldn't touch those drugs. It's an interesting question. Though, because everybody is, you know, we've busted so many people in baseball. It's also maybe the fact that people just don't care in football. So many guys get popped for performance-enhancing drugs in football, and we don't even talk about them. Like in baseball, they have congressional hearings. In football, we don't even remember it a week later. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, boys and girls, we're doing it early this week. But first, let me tell you, welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And if you're looking to sell your car, there's now a new, better way to do it with True Car. It's fast, it's easy, and it's the best way to price your car from the comfort of home. When you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar.com slash trade today. And we usually do these on Friday, but like I said, Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz are going to hold down the fort on Thursday and Friday for the remainder of the week as I head to Costa Rica to go speak in a sports gambling conference and be fed to crocodiles. And so here, a couple days early, are your voicemails. Yeah, this call probably will not get played on your uh, calls that you take at half of the show because this is an educated uh, call. All the calls out here, they get played back on f***ing morons. And that's your audience of f***ing morons. Hey, this is what I want to say to you. How can you say that Calvin Kaepernick is not good for black people? How can you say that? You're not even black. You, you, you shouldn't be able to say something like that. You know, it, 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 that, that's a moronic statement. Do you think Donald Trump is good for black people? I want to know, do you think that? I just don't even understand the connection. I think Colin Kaepernick's bad for all people of all colors. Let's keep rolling. Clay, I hate you because you're a moron. 
you might you might be smart. You're kind of a smart moron if that exists. But I want to talk about your take on LeBron James and uh, the whole Kyrie thing. You talk a lot about the Black Lives Matter movement and the the national media and how they look for stories um, that fit their worldview, and you you rail on it. You talk crap about it all the time. You are the biggest freaking hypocrite. Look at what you're doing. You have an idea about LeBron James, who I don't much care for. You have an idea about LeBron James, and you look for a story that fit what you thought. You aren't looking at the context. You aren't looking at what really probably happened. You're jumping on this LeBron's a bitch bandwagon, and you're just an idiot. You're looking for a story that fits what you believe. Shut up and move on. It's been two months since LeBron James reported the racist graffiti outside of his home in Los Angeles. There still is zero tangible evidence that it ever happened. Two months, L.A., zero evidence that it actually happened. I'm probably the only person who even mentions that. I said it when it was one month. I'm now saying it's been two months. Time to ask whether it ever actually happened. Anybody else going to join me in that? Or am I the only person pointing out that this major story that everybody covered, still zero evidence that it ever happened? Let's keep rolling. Yo, Gay Clay, this is John Andy. First off, how are you? It's a common courtesy for someone to ask how one's well-being is. Stop being a douche anytime someone doesn't assume that you're okay. Second, Warren Zevon, learn the name. The Kid Rock song that gives you such a hard on is nothing without Warren Zevon. Werewolves of London. Look it up, ass. <laughs> My Kid Rock uh, argument that all summer long is going to be a classic in Michigan for the next 20 years and beyond has maybe triggered more people than any opinion that I've had elsewhere. I mean, in all seriousness, it's amazing. Let's roll. Clay Travis. Well, I, I tell you, man, you know, Game of Thrones, the only thing good about that is the hot girl that was on that dumb movie with the guy who was, like, crippled. That's about it. I don't even know if she's on the show anymore. I gave up on the show a long time ago. Why even waste segments talking about it? Like a previous angry caller said, if I wanted to know the show, I'd watch it on Netflix or whatever the hell. I mean, like, Game of Thrones sucks. Sick. Like, stop talking about it. Chick-fil-A sucks. I'd rather have a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Straight up. Like, I don't understand this big old thing about Chick-fil-A. It sucks. Chick-fil-A. Go eat a damn Western bacon cheeseburger from Carl's Jr. Dad, I'd rather spend the money on that. On some real food, Chick-fil-A. The only I want chicken is a damn taco. That's about it. Play Travis. Quit wasting your damn time on non-sports. It is straight bullshit. It's also bullshit. You bragging on about this Colin Kaepernick stuff. I, I think I've said it over and over. Colin Kaepernick is a phony. He's a big fat phony, and all you're doing is doing what he wants. And at the end of the day, the guy can't play football, and that's why he has a job. He doesn't have a job because he sucks. Not because of this whole protest and all, which he's phony. He wasn't doing this when he was in Super Bowl, was he? Wasn't doing this when he was going three, three AFC championships, but now he wants to do it because he sucks. Colin Kaepernick, Chick Fil A, Game of Thrones, 
I got to say, I agree with him about Colin Kaepernick. The anti-Chick-fil-A hate language and the anti-Game of Thrones talk. I, I, I don't. The combination of anti-Chick-fil-A and anti-Game of Thrones makes that guy maybe the worst human on earth. Only thing that could be worse than that is a Kentucky basketball fan mixed with an Alabama football fan. I like we, uh, your new slogan he came up with. You're not the worst. You're not the worst. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll kick the coverage with Clay Travis. He's, he's not, not the, the worst. worst. He's not the worst. <laughs> Uh, should we take a break here and come back yeah. on the flip side? All right, we're going to take a break. More of your voicemails. You can always call 855-500-CLAY. Doing it early on Wednesday because I'm headed to Costa Rica. My guy Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz will be in. Final segment, more hate, coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I'm headed to Costa Rica, so we're doing what we usually do on Friday in the final segment of today's show. Jason Martin will carry you through Thursday and Friday. Don't worry, you'll survive, along with Jeff Shorts. And that means we're playing I Hate You voicemails today. And we are off and running. And I'm not going to lie. If you missed last segment, some guy said Chick-fil-A and Game of Thrones both suck in the same call. And I'm pretty triggered. It's tough to trigger me, but I mean, he did it. Let's keep rolling. Here we go. Clay Travis, have you lost your damn mind? The most intriguing game of week one will be Oakland and Tennessee. (laughs) Really? More transgender cross-dressing Republicans in California will watch the Dallas Giants game. That will be the entire audience for Oakland and Tennessee. God almighty, pull your head out of your ass. We both know that's not the most intriguing game of the year. Wake up. No doubt. I stand by that. The most intriguing game of week one in the NFL. Most intriguing now. Not necessarily the best teams playing, but the most intriguing. Derek Carr back from a broken leg. Marcus Mariota back from a broken leg. It's basically a toss-up 50-50 game. It's by far the most interesting game to me and to anyone with a brain in week one. Let's keep rolling. What's up, guys? This is Robert and San Bernardino calling to dispute everybody that's calling my boy Cliff. I know firsthand that's not true. Because that day I was in studio when I saw Jason Martin play under the desk with the tug on the leg for when to go to the segment. Clay didn't recipiate the job. Jay Martin got left hanging high and dry. So when Jay Martin says he's never had any steak, he's a damn liar. You be eating tube steak all the time. You're the idiots. Wow. Robert, I thought Robert was on our team. He's a funny guy, that Robert in San Bernardino. Wow. Not very good for you, J Mart. At least hey, I didn't look. reciprocate. Hey, at least I didn't reciprocate. <laughs> Recipiate is what he yeah. said. <laughs> I think he was trying to say reciprocate. <laughs> That's why I played the goal. All right, let's keep rolling. Clay, I don't normally hate you, but this weekend is an exception. Your assumption that Mira Reed is Jon Snow's twin sister is absolutely asinine. Your main proof, they have similar facial structure and dark curly hair. 
Jesus Christ Clay, they're actors. Do you um, think the casting requirement was that you had to look? <laughs> Excuse me, Clay. A little hungover this morning. Do you think the main acting requirement was that you had to look like a female Kit Harrington? Your logic here is equivalent to saying Jor Mormon and da- Daenerys Targaryen are brother and sister because they have fake eyebrows. Plus, we saw Jon Snow's mom die on screen. There was no twin. Your opinion here is terrible. Ned Stark only brought home one child. You're wrong. D-Bat play. Stop spreading fake news. Well, I don't think it's fake news. I think it's a decent theory that I've got that Jon Snow and Mira Reed on Game of Thrones. By the way, tough break there for the hate hate mail line. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no spoiler alert there. That's a good point. Um, but uh, I believe that they potentially are twins. They're the same age. They have the same birthday. And yes, if you were making a show and you wanted people to be twins, it would be a requirement that you would want them to look similar. Howland Reed and Ned Stark were the only ones in the Tower of Joy. Both of them could have left with a kid and raised it as their own. Don't hate me for being brilliant. Let's roll. Hey, Clay, you piece of crap. I'm watching your Game of Thrones reaction uh, live stream here on Facebook, and I'm already tired of it. You act like you're some big Game of Thrones junkie and all this crap. You uncultured swine. You get half the names wrong. You pronounce them wrong. You just called High Garden Ho Garden. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just tired of you acting like, as you say, you're the smartest man on radio and all this crap. You didn't even go to the best school in Washington, D.C. You went to GW, not Georgetown. Uncultured swine. That's true. They gave me a scholarship to GW. And in my defense, Hogarden is a beer. I think it's a little on George R.R. R. Martin that he named a place Highgarden when there's a beer called Hogarden. That's an easy mistake to make. Anybody could make that mistake, especially if they're an alcoholic like me. Do we have time for one more call or are we out? No, you're off to Costa Rica, buddy. I'm off to Costa Rica. They got a bridge where you drive over and you see the crocodiles down in the distance. Maybe I'm going to get fed to them, make a lot of you happy. Probably not. I'll be back next week. Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz will hold it down on Thursday and Friday, and we will be back on Monday off and rolling with you guys. Appreciate all the feedback this week, and I would encourage you guys, follow me on Twitter at Clay Travis. Go download the podcast, Outkick the Coverage, and Outkick, and enjoy Jason Martin this week, try to be nice to him and reciprocate his love on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 